0: Everybody we're back. Woo! This is Terror and Tacos and we are here today to talk about Netflix original super hit The,
1: the Haunting, Haunting of, of Hill, Hill, Hill House. House. Yeah. But
0: before we do that, we're going to talk about these tacos that we yeah. had today because it is Terror, it is terror and, tacos. and Tacos and
1: this was we went to, I, I I drove, I went east. I we, foraged yeah, east, yeah. Christy. I went um, to the border of Garland and Mesquite. That is a long, <laughs>
0: dangerous,
1: <laughs> boring way. It's, it's,
0: it's <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, I love Garland. I love Mesquite. Yeah. Hi, friends. We love you.
1: Um, but if you're in that area or in East Dallas, it's not too yeah. bad. Uh, we went to Taco Casa. Yeah. I went to Taco Casa, which is sort of a classic. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: And this was on the suggestion of one of our listeners, Milena Balco-Phipps, yes.
1: um, who
0: doesn't live in Texas, but she had mentioned that the last time she was in Texas, she went to Taco, taco Casa. casa. So was, we're
1: like, we will go yeah, for you. She
0: was curious about what we thought of it. Can you tell us about your Taco yeah, Casa experience?
1: I, I kind of love it. Um, so Taco Casa is, it's it's fast food. They drive through. Is
0: this located... Next to a gas station.
1: It's right by a gas station uh-huh. and right across from a Taco Cabana. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's funny. And so it's kind of perfect. I went up and like what they they do crispy beef tacos, and that's what they do. That's
0: what they do. I was like,
1: hey, can I? I ordered the beef tacos. And I was like, hey, can I get a chicken? They were like, uh, we don't have chicken. And I was like. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. So, um,
0: <laughs> and they're like, we don't do chicken yeah, here. Yeah, this is not
1: what we're about. Right. Uh, so yeah, if you, they do do soft. They do do soft tacos. Um, but if you want just the classic, like drive-through crispy beef taco, it's perfect.
0: It's really good. It's actually. really good. Yeah. And it, it's a, a, a really crispy uh, corn tortilla, uh, it's nicely seasoned beef. Your yeah. Lettuce, tomato, lots of cheddar cheese on it. And they have, like, little packaged salsa, just like, you know, Taco Bell or, like, Taco yeah, Bueno or whatever, or um, Taco Cabana. Uh, but it's not greasy.
1: No. It was it was really... It, it was, was
0: straight up crispy tacos. Yeah.
1: Perfect crispy taco. Um, I liked it. Me I too. And I got before. four tacos and a giant Coke for $9. Yeah. So, you yeah. can... You that can, reminds
0: me of the good old days. Yeah.
1: It was, like... Yeah, it's per I mean and, and I do I love that they're like chicken. Come on man. Yeah. Like, I realized like on
0: last weekend I drove to Austin and um, we passed a taco casa like right as we were leaving Dallas, uh-huh. like somewhere between like DeSoto and Red Oak or something mm-hmm. like that. And I thought, oh, there's Taco Casa. We've got. It. Are we gonna have to come out? Like, wait. And I started looking, looking where at all the Taco ones. Casas are, and they are. They're like they're out there. They're
1: all yeah. So this was this this is uh the bo- like really yeah the border of Garland and Mesquite. So because Garland is weird you know, and wraps around. Maybe it's
0: just the taco that you get when you're on the edge.
1: Yeah, that's you know <laughs> when
0: you're on the outskirts when the apocalypse Lips happens. Is coming,
1: you're going. Yeah, that's,
0: yeah. Taco Casa is the only place that's gonna.
1: Yeah, do it. It's cheap. It's like, man. I also was like, this would be perfect. Like late at night, I would eat. I know. I would would eat
0: eat five million of them, and then I would eat ten of them on the way back from Scarborough Fair. Yeah, and then throw up. Then throw up. Sure, Um, (laughs) like I did last time. Um, (laughs) That's a long story that we'll save for another episode. Uh, Yeah. So, Haunting of Hill House is so good. It is. I I actually so much.
1: It's it's weird. I. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so, I see we loved get, it
0: the end uh, see you next time
1: congratulations uh, and I see you have like a ton of notes <laughs> I and do. I have a ton of notes it's the first time doing one of these I was like I can't fuck this up we gotta get this yeah, right we I don't get know get why right. I feel some pressure so
0: okay so this is how we're gonna get it right because okay. you know The Haunting of Hill House the, the Netflix original is a Netflix original but it is based on a novel mm-hmm. by Shirley Jackson. Shirley Jackson 1963 novel uh, which then spawned a film uh-huh. in 1963 starring Julie Harris and Claire Bloom and Russ Tamblin.
1: Yeah, which is important. Which
0: is important. Um, and the book itself spawned kind of like its own little genre. Yeah. Um, most notably, the, uh, there was a movie in like that came out right after Haunting of Hill House, The House on Haunted Hill. The House on Haunted Hill, yeah. Price. And then there is The Legend of Hell House. Yeah. That was in 73, which I love. Me too. It's one of my favorite movies. And
1: clearly also inspired by Shirley oh, Jackson's yeah. work.
0: And so, like, there are a lot of movie critics out there and, and you know, who, who are experts on film that have fancy degrees in, in movies, mm-hmm. like not like me, uh, who talk about how Shirley Jackson's novel is really kind of like the thing that created the the haunted
1: yeah the modern the modern haunted haunted house house
0: out in the country type stephen
1: king referred to the book he refers to it in dance macabre um as one of the finest novels of the late 20th century
0: yeah he says it has the most terrifying opening paragraph yeah which they open the first episode with. Yeah. So, all of that to say that I, you know, went down this rabbit hole of kind of like looking up stuff about it. And I found this great quote in Rolling Stone cool. talking about mostly the Netflix one, but also the other iterations of, of this story. And one of the quotes is <laughs> I know you'll appreciate this because we've talked about this before. <laughs> Out of a sense of charity and goodwill towards our fellow man. We will never speak of the 1999 big-screen adaptation ever again. <laughs> and, of course, we're talking about The Haunting, starring Liam Neeson.
1: And Matthew Lillard. Matthew. No, sorry, Matthew Lillard's 13 Ghosts. Yeah, um, it's Liam Neeson and... Um, uh,
0: Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yes. And someone else who's famous, Liv Tyler. Li- um, Is it Liv L- Tyler? Lily Taylor. Oh, Lily Taylor. Yes. Um, and, you know... L- Lily Taylor is an amazing actress. Yep. And
1: Liam Neeson so is... Liam Neeson, yeah.
0: Captain <laughs> D- Jones, okay, yeah. well, you know, whatever. Um, She's sort of
1: at her hottest. In yeah, it, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But
0: that movie was terrible. Trash. It's, it's, I it's I think, complete and utter trash. I think
1: I've said maybe on this before, and I had texted you, it, it's that time in the 90s where... FX wizards thought they could accomplish anything with CGI. Yeah, I was like, let's they, just throw it in. They could not. <laughs> they could not.
0: It's awful. Like, that movie makes me it's angry. so bad. And we shall never speak of it again. It's dead. It's, it's dead. dead. Dead to us. So we're not going to talk about that one. We're going to talk about this amazing... Ten episodes.
1: Yeah, and this is you know the 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 earlier movie, the one in sixty three, and then the apocryphal ninety nine do adhere much more closely to the the novel.
0: Yes, this
1: is very much, I guess, what people would call now like a reimagining or Uh something. Yeah, it has aspects of the novel, but it is it's to me, is its own... And
0: I love how they tie in, how Mike Flanagan ties in the aspects from the novel and the earlier movie into into this this version. Um, So the original novel is a group of young people who are invited to stay at this house by a paranormal investigator just to kind of like see what the... like It's an experiment. It's an experiment. And he wants to record their experiences staying at a...
1: And he gives some of the history mm -hmm. of the house, which then is sort of what... Right, what Mike Flanagan kind of works off of for right. his story of the Crane family. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Mike Flanagan, we've actually brought him up before, he directed Oculus,
0: Ouija, uh, Origin of Evil. Ouija,
1: Origin of Evil, the other Ouija movie, um, he did Gerald's Game. He did
0: Gerald's Game, and he did Hush. Hush, which if yeah. we ha- We'll do an episode on Hush at one point. Hush stars his wife, Kate Siegel, who plays Theodora Theodora yeah in in, in, in Hill House yeah, in Hill and House. he's
1: great if you've seen Oculus she has a small role in that but yeah. if you've seen uh, if you've seen especially like Origin of Ouija Origin of Evil and then he uses a lot of the same people Carla
0: Gugino is in Gerald's, Gerald's Game, game yeah. and then
1: Henry Thomas is in Origin of Evil, and then the Shirley's in the mm-hmm. Haunting of Hill House. Older
0: Shirley and, and younger, younger Shirley,
1: Shirley are actually mother and daughter in, in Ouija, Ouija Origin, Origin of Evil, and they do shockingly look alike. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's weird. It's
0: it's it is it is he is definitely like the horror version of like Woody Allen right. who uses <laughs> I'm gonna like use his this ensemble same nine people. Yeah. of people yeah. or you know Christopher Guest or whatever. Yeah, which is um, great, and I, love I think it. that's great. Uh, yeah, so this this show is ten episodes, and the first we're gonna try and stick to the, the first, first five, five episodes right now.
1: But we'll probably talk about jump other things. As well. Yeah,
0: the first five episodes. Um, so these are the titles: Stephen sees a ghost, open casket, mm-hmm. touch, the twin thing and the, the bent-neck lady. Ah,
1: oh, the bent-neck lady. The
0: bent-neck lady. And um, so each one, each there's five children. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so maybe we should start with like a little... Um, so the Crane family, uh, Hugh and Olivia Crane. Mm-hmm. Hugh a Crane played by Henry Thomas in the early part. And then older Hugh Crane is played by Timothy Hutton. Uh, and Olivia Crane, played by Carla Gugino, are this married couple. And he is a carpenter, like, yeah. and she's a, a, an architect. An architect, yeah. And they make their living by buying these, I guess, dilapidated houses.
1: Home. Yeah, they're like house, like yeah, early house, house flipper. flippers. They're
0: early house flippers because the early portion takes place in the In the, the 80s, 80s. Late 70s. Yeah, it has to be like, I was it trying has to figure the 80s. 80s or
1: early, even yeah. early 90s. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, um, and they take their kids with them. They have right. five kids, Stephen, Shirley, uh, uh,
1: Theo, Theo, Luke, Luke and, and Nelly. Nellie, and Luke who are the twins. twins. Luke um, and Nellie are the little twins. And um. so
0: they take their kids with them. And the whole conceit of this particular part of their life is that they have bought, in this version, Hugh Crane has bought this mansion. Hill House. Hill House. Yeah. In the original, Hugh Crane builds Right, the mansion. But anyway, yeah, and this um, one he's
1: they've the cranes have bought it. Yes, and it's it is an enormous sprawling it's home, huge. and their thing is if we can do this, if we can flip it, they right. don't say flip because I don't know if that. No, was they a term. don't say flip. But if they can, it will sell for so much money that then they will be able to build their, their own forever, forever home. home. Right. And so like this is kind of like
0: right, and it's, it's kind like of the
1: last like, heist. You right, know? and it's kind
0: of like. You know the 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 idea of building the forever home is kind of an obsession. Yeah, with Olivia. Yes, and and it is an important thing to the whole family.
1: Yeah, because you get the sense that. Um these, especially for the kids, like obviously this is what the parents do. This is how they make their money right. and all that. But for the kids, it means they never have stability. Right. They're, you know. Always changing How schools. long are we here? When do we move? All of these things. And then so the, you know, Olivia especially is like, once we do this one. Right. We'll have the, fir- we can build the forever home um, and then we'll never have to move again. Right. And so, yeah, it really is a huge thing. Yeah. And she has... um she's created a little mock up of what the forever home will be she has
0: blueprints she has blue yeah
1: and and those
0: bl- you know and, and later on in the in the in the series cuz she you know throughout the whole series the, the 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 show takes place in like jump forwards and flashbacks yeah and
1: it literally is in the film, in the in the show it just it's hill house then and, and now. How, yeah. So we don't it doesn't say like eighty eight or ninety two or no, whatever. It's just then and now. But it's just then and now. But
0: she's constantly going back and forth to those blueprints uh-huh. of the Forever Home. And then the the, the big reveal it's, at the end oh of the series man. is like, oh my oh God. God, that yeah. is terrifying. Um so yeah, so Steven sees a ghost. The first episode opens with the oldest son, mm-hmm. Stephen Crane.
1: Yeah, he's the, he's the eldest child. He's
0: the eldest child. And, you know, we get the first scene in the series is this really beautiful, touching scene of an older brother who f- loves his siblings. Very much. And feels responsible for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're already installed in this mansion. Crazy mansion. And the, the first scene of the first episode opens with you hear little Nell, the mm-hmm. baby, Crying in the in her room. Yeah, and Stephen gets up. He's about thirteen. Yeah, 12, 13, 12, 13, something 13. like that. And he walks down the hall and goes into the room, and his baby sister's crying.
1: And Luke is it's the twins' room. So yeah, Luke so Luke is now, also there. The two cutest children oh in the my world. God,
0: yeah, <laughs> they, they are like in competition with Antonito from yeah, Veronica,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, who's also so like the cutest with kid with glasses. in the world. Yeah,
0: uh, but. So he goes in to comfort her and to make sure that she's all right. And he says, you know, should, Luke says, should I get dad? And Stephen says, no, don't worry about it. Yeah. So it's like you can tell that this is a brother. Yeah. he's Who, who, cares. who, who cares. And yeah, he actually
1: sees Shirley uh, yeah. on the way, who's the second oldest, right. eldest daughter, but the second oldest right. kid. And they have a little conversation and he's like, I'll take care of it. And so you're sort of introduced to the older siblings as we take care of the little of the ones. the little ones.
0: And, um... I think I only say that because so much of the of the show is about family relationships, absolutely, and dysfunction, and the way the relationships break down.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. But I, the
0: way it starts is truly, they love each other. Though, which
1: I, there's a quote from Vox that I found. Um, I think it's Aha or Aja. Aja. I'm terrible. I don't know. Aja. I don't uh, Romano. Uh, anyway, the quote is Mike Flanagan's new series is a family drama first that makes it all the more terrifying when the actual ghosts oh, arrive.
0: Yeah, I agree with that yeah. completely. Yeah, and it
1: it is and from the beginning it is rooted in the idea of family. Right. Um and yeah, I think that's it's sort of brilliant the first scene is like you said it's it's him going he runs into Shirley he's like I got this one goes and kind of talks to the twins.
0: Yeah. And, and then and then the dad comes in.
1: And we are immediately introduced to the concept of the bent neck lady. Right. And at the time, you're like, "Oh, that sounds creepy as fuck." Yeah. Um what it turns out to be is uh, I mean, just
0: What it what it really turns out to be is super terrifying. Yeah. The the the, the image of the bent neck lady and so just so you guys know, I mean, uh, it, it, it's straight out of, like, J-horror. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It's
1: absolutely beautiful. You know,
0: when, when this country was first being introduced to J-horror, right, which one of the first ones was The Ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and that J-horror style yeah. of ghost was terrifying. It
1: was shocking. It
0: was shocking. Yeah, when and, we and yeah
1: The Ring and The Grudge and all those yeah, things started to happen. And
0: this is very much...
1: Out of that, out
0: of that, yeah, and beautifully done. Yes. Um. So yeah. So the dad comes in and says, "Don't worry about it." The bent neck lady, and you know, you you get the idea that that this is something that Nell talks about all the yeah. time and sees all the time. And he
1: has this is Henry Thomas. Um, maybe at some point we should both share our Henry yeah, Thomas we should, stories because it's rare you hear like he's sl- the fucking nicest dude in the world right. that we both happen to have kind of Somehow, crossed paths with. Yeah. yeah. Um, But he has like he's always sort of like doling out like these kind of aphorisms and he tells Nell, you know, dreams spill, right? Right. Dreams spill into the real world. Mm -hmm. And for kids, those spills can be like oceans. Right. So that the bent neck lady is just it's just your dream and Mm -hmm. it's sort of seeping in. And because you're little, it's even it's even more so.
0: I wonder if that's Mike Flanagan or or if that's Shirley. Shirley Jackson. Jackson. I would, so much of like Shirley Jackson's original stuff is in the the,
1: the yeah in the in this show. I yeah, would have to go. But yeah, there's that's like a
0: lot of that stuff that mm-hmm. is that that is very poetic.
1: Absolutely, throughout
0: the whole series, and it somehow works. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like. Oh, cloying no. script writing. and Thomas
1: manages to
0: yeah.
1: pull D- it off well. Also, I mean, there is something about, the, the at least for us, like, I mean, this is, it's like, dude, it's Elliot. It's so, I like, know. there's an like an immediate trust. Exactly. i like, that's Elliot. Elliot's not going to fucking lie to it's me so true <laughs> you know. what is
0: it about that the same thing happens in riverdale but uh we're not talking about yeah riverdale. but
1: it goes back to the idea of like we, we there's grew a up there's with, a reason yeah. it's henry thomas yeah, yeah there's a
0: reason and uh and then so you know and this is uh, we're all talking about just before the credits yeah right? I man
1: well, we haven't even gotten to the credits, to the credits.
0: <laughs> and so then everything's fine and henry thomas uh, the dad leaves and she goes back to bed and uh And then yeah out of the darkness
1: comes the bent neck lady comes the
0: bent neck lady and you just kind of see her hand and part of her Her face face. and reach out to touch Nell. Nell. and then it goes to credits
1: credits. and it's there you know you talk about king saying that her opening paragraph or whatever is the best ever there there is this is to me one of the most effective openings to anything movie Mm -hmm. tv anything He, in the span of, I don't know, two, three minutes, however long that scene, pre-credit scene is maybe five, I don't know, gives us so much information about multiple characters. Mm -hmm. Because you have you have, like you said, Steve and Shirley. Shirley would take care of it if Steve wasn't going to. So we know, like, this is what the oldest do. He comes in and says to Luke, because Nellie's freaking out, he says to Luke, why are you awake? And Luke's first line is because Because Nellie's awake. And so, like,
0: and you immediately get these two these are, are symbiotic. Yes,
1: these twins are twins. Twins. Yeah. Um, we're introduced to the bent neck lady. We're introduced to Henry Thomas's like way of this is how I explain. You know, right. This is how I fa- uh, How I which, parent. Which
0: becomes so important mm-hmm. later on, and why the relationship with the dad is broken because because pre big events Uh huh. In the family, not in the series. Not in the
1: series, but in the family. But in the
0: family, um, he's so loving and yeah. patient and open and giving. And then post event, he
1: is absolutely cut, off. cut he's off. Absent and and kind of out of his mind. Yes. Um, and that's all. Like all of this is in is in the first few minutes. It's great. And very yeah. It's. It's brilliantly. It's just brilliantly set up from from the go.
0: Yeah, and I think Mike Flanagan. I mean, we can talk about this further later, but you know, I want to say that like the 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 show uses he throws in every single horror movie trope mm-hmm. that. In horror movies, yeah, you know there are there are spooky ghosts that jump out of nowhere. There are slow pans that turn to fast pans. Yeah, there's there you know, are doors
1: creaking there open. There are doors creaking
0: open. Yeah, rattling
1: of not doorknobs and things. Yeah, there, you everything. Know, there's
0: a tiny bit of gore. Yeah, not that you won't like it, but there and and it's all used so effectively. Yeah. Like and perfectly. perfectly,
1: and and he, also something he sets up from the beginning, um, and I should have written it down. I don't know who his editor is. It, the way that he cuts, and that I mean, again, yeah. the editor cuts between then and now, mm-hmm. and it happens. I mean, from 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 the get go, almost in episode one, is is absolutely brilliant. It yeah. is it is. I,
0: and flawless. And
1: flawless. And, and and
0: you can see it like in you know we're well we said we weren't going to talk about it but we were, at, but in episode six is where you see that done oh so my god beautifully just like a little teaser episode six is called two storms, and uh, it, it it plays out like the best play.
1: It's my favorite episode. Yeah, the best yeah. play
0: you've ever seen. Yeah, and it like some of some of those shots are are long complete. One, one shot, yeah, one, one take, shot, yeah, yeah. Uh, that you know take you back to like touch of evil, kind yeah, kind of like, yeah, one totally. Take one and beautiful, and some of them are super cleverly like hidden, hidden cuts, yeah, but you can't tell, you can't
1: tell. And and so he, he sets up this, you know, then and now, and so in episode one. I don't know, I don't know that we're even going to get through what the right, first know, ten minutes. <laughs> it's that good. Um, but then we meet Stephen. Who uh, has
0: become a novelist. Yeah.
1: He... And in, in this in this version, he wrote The Haunting of Hill House. Right. Right? Right. Stephen Crane is a famous novel. Like, I guess you would say King-esque, but nah, I mean...
0: No. He, we, n- well, I don't know. Because, because he, he's writing
1: about his own family. He writes
0: about his own family in Haunting of Hill House. In Haunting of Hill House. But... His subsequent novels are all about other places mm-hmm. that, that, are that haunted. purportedly are haunted. And we we meet him as an adult, and he's at one of these places talking to this woman, and she's talking to him about how her house is haunted because her husband recently died. Died, yeah. And, and also, you get a lot of great information because from that part, you learn that Stephen, now as an adult, does not believe does, in ghosts. Does
1: not believe in ghosts. He says... Um, He says he never saw anything at Hill. He admits to this woman. Right. "Um, I never saw anything at Hill House. Right. And then he gives the conversation that you brought up when we were talking about, I think, I can't remember, malevolent or something. Right. The idea of like something being...
0: Preternatural versus versus supernatural. supernatural. Right.
1: And it's just... I think it's a great Natural phenomenon that we don't understand yet. Right. So he essentially lays out, I don't actually believe in this stuff, but they're good stories. And I want to write your story well. Yeah. And,
0: And then he also says, you know, in in a line that I think some some of the reviewers find cheesy, but I don't think so. He ex- he goes on to explain at the end of that kind of like exchange with a woman. She says, "But I know what I saw. I know what I saw." Mm-hmm. And and he says, um, "Ghosts." I he he said when I did when I when I said I didn't believe in ghosts, I wasn't. I don't mean ghosts the way we yeah. don't think of ghosts, right. but ghosts can also be wishes dreams yeah memories um and uh and so you know
1: she says why would i want to see my husband in this horrible state and he says because it's better than never seeing him again i think that's beautiful i
0: think that's great
1: um there's also this weird i shouldn't say weird i don't know that it's weird a theory i read about in multiple spots so I, i can't credit who came up with it first i apologize that each of the five children represent a stage of grief
0: Oh, and, I hadn't thought of that. And
1: that Stephen is, is, is denial. And and yeah. so, yeah, you, the, the the theory goes, and we can get more into it later or whatever, is Stephen is denial, Shirley is anger, anger, Theo is bargaining, Luke is depression, Nellie is acceptance. Um, and I thought that was really fucking interesting. Wow. And it's funny because when we go back to then, in episode one... Uh-huh. Towards the, I know I'm jumping around, but towards the end of episode one, when the big event is happening, uh-huh. and Henry Thomas comes in and gets Steven.
0: And says, don't...
1: Close your eyes, no matter what happens or what you hear, keep your eyes closed. Yes. And then we have a man in the future who, who still has, has his, his eyes, eyes closed. closed. And I just, like... Those little things Those, to me are beautiful. That,
0: that's that's
1: Those are beautiful little things.
0: Is he such a good storyteller? Yeah. Because this is like the other thing I read is Also
1: fuck the haters. I'm just going to say that right now. I've seen a lot of haters lately. I know. And I know I'm a hater on most things, but on <laughs> but, this but I'm on like this, Do you no. have no soul? Well, see this
0: is <laughs> the thing. Uh, you know, uh, and I read another review that asks is 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 um is Haunting of Hill House is it a victim of Netflix ten episodes, six hours of actual story bloat syndrome? Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I, I don't think it is. I don't I either. Think, I have heard, I think, heard that argument. I think Mike Flanagan is a, a wonderful storyteller. Yeah, he. It's brilliant the way he ties then and now, mm-hmm. N- and not just within episodes, but from episode one to, to episode, episode eight. Yeah. You know, he knows exactly where he's going, going the whole time. And I have
1: heard that even even um, people who really liked it, like my in-laws, loved mm-hmm. it. Um, but they they thought we were. I was talking to my mother-in-law. Actually, she was like, "I thought it could have been like eight instead of 10. Yeah,
0: but here's the thing. I, here's my argument to that: is that even if it is a little bloated, what th- that bloat
1: is great is beautiful. I mean, do I want to lose the th- like?
0: The secret ghosts?
1: Yeah, or the like some of the monologues are just incredible. Yeah, I, I have... I, yeah,
0: I'm like if, if if something... You know, this is the argument we were having about like Suspiria, right? Where Suspiria was two hours... And the new one, the yeah. The new one. What well, was it? Two hours, 30 minutes of nothing. It felt
1: like nine hours. Yeah,
0: and it was two hours and 30 minutes of, of nothing. extra nothing. Yeah. But two hours and 30 minutes extra of of, of Haunting of Hill House. I'll take it I'll every take day. I'll take it because he knows how to tell the story. Yeah,
1: and it's going. And it's beautiful. And, yeah, I think it's paced beautifully. I, I yeah, um, uh, it's, I had this thought and I can't, I'm trying to figure out how I can even, I, I don't think I came up with a great way to say it. But I was thinking about, like, the thing that he says, you know, keep your eyes closed no matter what you hear or see or whatever, don't, you know, keep your eyes closed. And then I was thinking about the way the show was edited it is it is like a glorious fucking jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. In that structurally everything has its like is pieced together in a way that might not make sense when you're working on the puzzle, mm-hmm. but when the puzzle's finished and you step back, it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. That's kind of what I feel and it's not just the story as a whole, but it's also the characters. Like you get these little moments scattered but when you can somehow put them together, they're not chronological, you have a picture of who these people exactly. are. Exactly.
0: As a matter of fact, this morning I posted on our Facebook page that I was re-watching Hill House mm-hmm. so, for an upcoming episode. And uh, someone said, someone made mention that they were also rewatching it and that what they loved about going back is now knowing the end. Mm-hmm. Watching earlier episodes and seeing the characters react to things that in that moment you didn't—you know didn't know why,
1: what they were. Yeah. But
0: now knowing the end game, you know exactly why they're reacting Acting the way, the way they are, reacting or why they're why they're behaving the way they're behaving, and it's beautiful and it makes sense. Yeah. And I love and and every single one of those moments in Hill House works.
1: I yeah. Like, I
0: there there's to me there's nothing extra
1: i n- i no and i yeah it's i mean so I, great. I, I i and it's again it's 10 episodes it's not that yeah. it's not that bad it's, it's not that long
0: yeah so in the, so we we learn a lot about steven in the first episode to the
1: to the point where you think and this is another sorry i no, cut you fine. off but another brilliant thing you think okay steve this is a story about this is going to be a story about steve this mm-hmm. is the protagonist we're going to follow steve Nope. No. Nope. I mean, he's a huge part. They right. all are. Right. But then we, the way we lay it out, like you said, the first five is like, we are going to meet each, each one, one of, of these, these children.
0: And this is why I feel like it also, you know, you, we talk about it all the time and you've made mention of it before. In order for horror to work, in order for us to be scared, in order for us to... We have to be invested yeah. in the people. Ha- if, if we don't care, if we don't take the time to meet who the people are in the story, then we cannot be in their shoes when, when the they thing, meet the ghost, yeah. you know? And
1: I have... N- I- I haven't been this invested in a long time, I know. man.
0: It's so great. Um, and I do love that, you know, that critic said it's a family drama yeah. first.
1: And so episode two, we meet. because we, we meet, Shirley. We go in, in age We order. go in order. Yeah. yeah.
0: So Stephen, we meet the oldest. He cares about his siblings, but something has happened. He does not believe in ghosts. Right. And, However,
1: he has written about his family. But he, and he
0: continues to write about go- That's his career. Yeah. He writes about ghosts.
1: And he does well. He does really well. We know he's rich.
0: Yeah. And later on, uh, we'll know exactly how How well he's done. So second episode is Open Casket. And this is where we meet Shirley. Shirley. the The oldest daughter. Right. And Shirley's, to me, is a trip because when I found out, when we go from then to now and we find out that Shirley is... um, a mortician, mm-hmm. a, you know, Yeah, um, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. I like, have all, like, I'm always curious about that anyway in like, life. Like, how the hell like, do you become how, that? How do you become that? Like, what is it that makes you go, I want to be a mortician? Yeah. And hey, listen, props yeah. and respect Absolutely. to people. Because that's a service and, and, and it needs to be done. And
1: it's, um, the way they paint that picture, I mean, they give us this sort of great way of how she gets there. Yeah. But it is also, um... Paints that profession as as being incredibly caring. Yeah, and I've actually and never so, thought of it that way. It's not something
0: that we get from right. other depictions of that. Even in like
1: Six Feet Under, which I love as a TV show, is all about that. Like a, a family of uh, mm-hmm. it's not. I never really got that sense. Yeah, whereas like this, like she is.
0: She really she, cares. She
1: really cares, even
0: to the point of like. And later we find out why it's important, but to the point where where they're it looks like they're doing really well in the business but they're actually not because she cares so much about helping people on what they call the worst day of their lives you know mm-hmm. that the business might go she, under she
1: she gives people discounts or does does services for, for free, free because yeah. she doesn't she doesn't think that that not being able to pay should keep people from having a, having decent, a decent yeah funeral, funeral. So um, she's, yeah, it's right. an interesting it's thing. It's really
0: interesting. And the, the way we're introduced to Shirley is that she, she's always taken these Polaroid pictures.
1: When and, she's little. When
0: she's little. And she follows her family around mm-hmm. and she photographs her family. And again, she's the oldest sister. And uh, I come from a family of older sisters. Right. I'm you the have baby. like 12, 13 I have of like them, 5, 42. Million, 42 older sisters. But it's so the way they. they paint her as an older sister mm-hmm. is so true it's so accurate uh, she it's it's she's the law
1: yeah like yes. it's what she, she says. says
0: and then she says we all agreed yeah and it's like no, <laughs> no we, we didn't. didn't you said yeah and she's like well no that's, that's it that's, that's it that's what we're gonna do
1: and when you see her later in life uh when she's an adult <clears throat> you also see something that i feel like we have brought up in various forms Despite the fact that Steven is older than she is, she is absolutely responsible for the family. She
0: is absolutely in and charge. she tries
1: to get Steven to do shit, and he's like, um, "There's a great line when she because they get a call from Nell, uh-huh. and clearly something is going on with Nell. That's right. kind of the
0: that's the impetus, the impetus for, this, for show. this whole
1: thing to start. And and she calls Steve, and she's like, D- "I heard from Nell." Something's wrong. Can you do it? He's like, I'm working, Cheryl, or whatever. And she's like, Oh, no, that's fine. I'm the oldest. I'll take care of it. Wait, that's you. Yeah. And it's like, clearly, even though Stephen is older because she is the oldest girl in the family, she takes, she care. takes care of everything. She takes care, she takes care of, of, of everything. Yeah. And to,
0: in, in kind of like this angry way.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yes. She's like super martyr about it. Right. But then at the same time, doesn't want anyone like doesn't yeah, want it's anyone like else to do it fucking she
0: knows the yeah. way to do it and even though it angers the rest of them they fall in line
1: of course they do because what, if shirley wasn't there it would be way worse than it, it would is be, yeah
0: exactly and the way we're introduced to that in in the in her episode called open casket is that she's running around they just moved into this house um,
1: she's taking photos. She's taking, taking her photos. And there's
0: like a lovely moment of the mother trying to explain the forever house. And she's like, I don't know, whatever. I'm going to go play. And she finds these kittens. Oh, God. She finds these kittens. And um, she begs, can I keep the kittens? And the dad is like, it's not a good idea. And. Uh, so she, but but he lets her he because lets her. of
1: course he does. Right. <laughs> yeah. does. And
0: there's a lot of once you know the end game. This is another one of those instances where you're like, oh my god, this is so brilliant. Yeah. Because once you know the end game, the kittens mean so much because she starts to take care of these kittens and they're tiny and the right. mom is nowhere to be found. No,
1: and they found she found them. She in found some them in
0: like a shed. shed. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's oh my god. And as I'm talking about as I'm talking about it, I'm going. Fucking brilliant. I hadn't even thought of that. She finds him in a shed abandoned and there's like a crazy wasp nest. Yeah. That's built around That is
1: built around an old Halloween an old mask. Halloween which is what a mask. fucking great image.
0: Right. And so it's kind of a metaphor for the whole show. Yeah. Um and they As let are her, the kittens. Right. They <laughs> let her Yeah, exactly. I mean the whole thing, the where she finds the kittens by this mask, the fact that she takes them home, and there's a line that Carla Gugino has in that episode after the, babe, the baby kitten, the, the little runty kitten, yeah. dies. dies. Um, yeah. You know, and she's asking, or, or they all die. Yeah, I mean, Sorry, they, they, they all, all die. one
1: by one. Yeah. They die. They're diseased.
0: They're diseased. And, she's uh, taking them to a vet. Yeah, yeah. She's, they're broken kittens. Yeah. Um, and the mom says, as much as... As much as you love them, as much as you love them, you're not their mommy.
1: Yeah, and that it's. I mean, and you and that, can't,
0: and you can't take care of them. And that
1: is absolutely Shirley's story. And that is
0: absolutely Shirley's story. And at story. the same
1: time, you have her obsessed. I shouldn't say obsessed, but like she takes these Polaroids, right? Mm-hmm. And she ends up as a. Mortician or under—I don't. Are is there a difference? Are this the know. same thing? I don't know.
0: Undertaker, mortician. I don't. Know, whatever. What's the,
1: um, as a mortician, a
0: death technician. She,
1: death technician. Her job or her goal or whatever is to to capture an image that will never change. Right. right. Is, she even is, says that to yes. the little boy. And 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 so it. it I, I mean, look. I, I just there are so many little details storytelling details that he does that i I just i love those little things yeah
0: he you know and part of this episode shirley's episode open casket is the thing that they're dealing with is you see her dealing with a family that has just lost their mom and the little boy
1: doesn't want to doesn't
0: want to go to the viewing
1: of his grandmother of his grandmother. yeah
0: and the little boy says, Grandma told me it was all right, that I don't have to go or, you know, whatever. And so, again, that sparks like a little thing in Shirley's mind about ghosts and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And it's not that Shirley's in denial about the ghosts. It's just that I think it's not the foremost thing in her no. mind. She's not in denial the same way Steve is Steve is. It is. is no,
1: and there's something interesting about Shirley, um... That I had, I think I had read somewhere and then going and rewatching caught more this time. Shirley actually no, like is tapped into the sort of supernatural, mm-hmm. but it's always in her sleep. It's never when she's awake. So she will wake up like at multiple times. <gasps> yes. Nellie's in the red room. Right. Um, she'll sit she, like she has come out of sleep and she knows something right that she couldn't possibly know.
0: In her waking yeah. But
1: in her waking life, she's always like, I gotta do this shit, Isn't I gotta get it funny this done, that, I gotta like, do this.
0: She does that kind of have like that dream intuition, uh-huh. right? And yet she is kind of in denial or doubts Theo's ability.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you I know. mean, that's the thing. There's there's something where Stephen is just like clearly in denial. In denial. Surely it's, it's weird. It's like there's this thing there, but in in her waking life. maybe well, it's because
0: she she's practical.
1: Exactly. I think so. Her her waking life is like, this is how the shit, this has to get done. I've got to take gonna care I'm going to do this. We're going right. to fucking do this. I don't have time for whatever your bullshit is, right. Theo, with your gloves and your sexy girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, Yeah, and so you also see that when she was young, a mortician, like, a very caring... Right. ...talked to her. Right. When she didn't want... Right,
0: when she didn't want to go see her...
1: Yeah, we gotta yeah, say yeah, it. Yeah. Spoil. I mean, yeah. yeah.
0: At, at her mother's funeral. Yeah, and she doesn't want to go and see her mother.
1: And he he sort of gives her the talk that she ends up giving Even this to little, little boy.
0: boy. Yeah, and it, you're right. It's like they talk about those kind like funerary services uh-huh. in a much kinder way. You know, when she's talking to the little boy, she says, "I'm going to wash her and make sure that she's soft and clean." Yeah. And, and that she's perfect perfect
1: and then one of my again and I think this says a lot about Shirley that she looks the way she's supposed to look right as though that's a thing right you know and that goes back to these ideas like the the polaroids that she takes right this is how this person looks and it's right. like you're capturing one moment in time you know that's right yeah I, I
0: so okay so remind me is this is it when we go to, so this one is the episode where we find out that Nell
1: is dead. Is dead. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: and she does something that's completely, well, I guess.
1: She's been calling everyone. She's been
0: calling everyone. No
1: one takes her call.
0: And then we find, we except find the out, except yeah. the dad. And he, yes, that's <clears throat> right. Nell calls the dad and says, daddy, and we get the idea that the dad is estranged from them, kind of. Yeah. Like, he hasn't seen them in a while. Yeah.
1: And he lives... He was in Florida yeah, or Yeah, he lives shit. somewhere
0: else. And... But Nell calls her dad and says, Dad, do you remember the bent-neck lady? Do you remember
1: the bent-neck lady? And there's,
0: like, a quiet. And he goes, yes, I do. And Nell says, she's back. She's
1: back. Yeah.
0: And the dad says, I'm coming to you. Mm-hmm. Stay where you are. She...
1: Th- he thinks Nell is in... California. Yeah, because she
0: says, I'm home.
1: Yeah, and so he thinks she's living in California.
0: But she's at, she she's says at she's home, home home.
1: And that's Hill House.
0: And that's Hill House.
1: So she says, go to Stephen, because Stephen lives in LA. Mm-hmm. He's closest. Um, He calls Stephen. He's like, F- your sister might be coming, all that. But yeah, she's at Hill House.
0: Right. So then we find out. We find out that Nell has c- committed suicide. Yes. And, uh, Shirley decides to do this crazy thing, which is that she's going to take care yes. of the funeral herself. Mm-hmm. She's going to host the funeral. She's going to take care G- of Nelson. against Against. And everybody's like, this is crazy. Yeah. Shirley's husband, Kevin, who I love that guy. He's
1: great. Um, really good actor. Yeah. His, guy. Really good actor. Yeah.
0: What's his name? I wrote his name. Down. I wrote everybody's name down. But anyway, he's really great. Um,
1: and then Theo is like, Theo's dude, like, don't. You, this you is fucking do crazy. This. this is
0: crazy. Uh, And she's like, I'm going to do it. I owe it to her. Mm -hmm. And I think that she feels like she owes it to her because that last time that Nell called... She
1: didn't answer. She
0: didn't answer. Both Steven and Shirley were like, ugh.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're working. We're working. And then, and at the same time, who does Nell appear to after she's dead? She appears to Steven. Yeah. Who, quote, has never seen a ghost. Right. And like... So within the first two episodes, all of these sort of things and like mm-hmm. that Shirley and Stephen have built to, either deny or push aside what mm-hmm. a, what actually happened when they were little, like are just fucking meet them head on. Right. Right. Um, um,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's is, heartbreaking. So then the third episode. This
1: brings us to what I think for many people. I'm not saying me specifically, but I th- I have talked to many people. Brings us to their favorite character in the show. Oh, really? Which is uh, Theodora. Yeah, Theodora. Yeah, and
0: so something about Theodora is played by, again, Kate Siegel, who is married to Mike Flanagan. Yeah. And uh, she, there is a character in the original, uh, in the novel and in the original movie called Theodora. Theodora, yeah. Who also wears gloves. Yes. Um, For the same reason that, that. that this Theo does. Theo is the the third in line. She's the third. Yeah, third kid. and while you have, she's the middle. daughter. She's the middle daughter. Quintessential. Yes, middle, and middle especially
1: because child the girl. ones below her are twins. Right. They almost function as their own, as their own unit. unit. And then you have the two eldest right. who sort of function as their own unit. So, yeah, you very and Theo's much. Theo's
0: kind of like on her own.
1: Yeah, classic, like, sort of middle kid. She's yeah. like already kind of super goth when she's right. little. yeah. She, you know, goes
0: off and reads <laughs> yeah, on her own. She's like
1: fucking over. Calls it. out everybody. Yeah. I
0: love that scene where she calls out um, Annabeth Gish's. Uh huh. Annabeth Gish plays the Mrs. caretaker. Deadly, the yeah. caretaker. And there's that great scene where Annabeth Gish grabs Luke and, like, yeah. And then she comes into the room and she's little. She's like a 10 year old kid. Yeah. She's like, let him go. You know, she's already like a badass. Yeah. And uh, she says, why? And Luke says, why is she so mean? And after Theo has touched her hand, Theo just looks her straight in the eye and says, she's not mean. She's scared.
1: Yeah. It's fucking and it's, badass. It's, it, yeah.
0: It's, she's really cool. So. So Theo is the third sister, middle mm-hmm. sister, um, with all the middle sister baggage. Yeah. And but
1: also is like still kind of like is a cool older sister to Oh totally. To, especially to Luke.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the thing that the thing about Theo is that she does have this extrasensory perception. Yeah, man. Like she, she has
1: she has the sight, yeah. Yeah,
0: she touches people and absorbs what they're feeling, absorbs, can see things. Yes, right? Yeah. So early on. In in the and the then portion of the show, mm-hmm. we see her do this a few times, yeah, and it freaks her out to some sure. extent. Until her mother, Olivia, yeah. some, you know, comes to her and says, uh,
1: "I have, I have yeah.
0: too," and and she gifts her a pair of gloves, yeah, and so that's why Theo is always wearing gloves. But the reason, like the scene in which we discover that Theo has second sight, is like. It's crazy. It's the one where Luke discovers the little secret wine yeah. cellar. Uh-huh. So there's a dumb waiter in the kitchen yeah. that apparently is not working. And of course, kids being kids, they're You're like, "You're getting the fucking dumb, I'm dumb waiter. i getting the fucking dumb <laughs> yeah. waiter. Give me a ride." And feels like we're not supposed to do that. And Luke, because he's a little boy and he's the curious, the he's world, the cutest yeah. kid in the world. He's like, "Please, just once, you know, whatever." And so she's like, okay, one time. So she loads Luke up in the dumbwaiter Mm -hmm. and pushes the button. And instead of going up. It
1: goes down. It
0: goes down. And they discover a little kind of like hidden wine cellar. Yeah, Um, And something is in the wine cellar. Something is in the fucking wine cellar. Something is in the fucking wine cellar that affects Luke forever. Yeah. But. um,
1: He will never be the same. Yeah,
0: he will never be the same. And they don't believe them. Right. They discover the wine cellar, and they're like, but "Oh wow!" They don't that, believe he's right. yeah. They're like, I "Oh, mean, this wine cellar's just like here, been here and because it's of prohibition." Typical,
1: and like parent, you know. I mean, right. they, they don't believe the kids, right? Also, it's this It's, it's love, shadows or something, right? And like, it's also a lovely. I mean, she is so heartbroken that mm-hmm. she has inadvertently, not on obviously not on purpose, has inadvertently put her little brother through that, which again is like this beautiful little. Sibling, there's so many like beautiful little sibling moments uh-huh. when they're little. So then when you see them when they're older, it's just like, ah, oh, God.
0: And if you have siblings, yeah, man, if you come from a, a
1: and I don't if, even if, have a large if, family, know, but like if, I have you, a brother. If you, you know. have
0: siblings, it, I mean, some of these moments will break your heart, I, and yeah. you and you, I, I guarantee that you will see yourself in one of these yes, characters. definitely. I, I was talking to a friend. I'm the youngest in the family, and of
1: what, sis, of,
0: of nine, nine children. children, right? Uh, and uh, he's also the youngest in his family. And you know, there's a big theme with Nell about being invisible, mm-hmm. about not being seen.
1: Yeah, and, it's recurring.
0: Yeah, it's recurring, and that is that is terrifying in the context of a horror movie, right? But in the context of real life.
1: Of being, the baby of being the baby of a large family. You do
0: get a lot of attention yeah. because you're the baby. But there's a lot of times when you're just invisible.
1: Yeah, and, and, and no one's gonna fucking listen to you.
0: Nobody listens to and you. I mean
1: when we meet Nell in episode And it's heart it it's
0: breaks, heartbreaking. breaks my heart.
1: And when we meet Nell in episode one, before she even talks, before we even get to sort of the invisibility thing, that is like one of the most to me is the most heartbreaking episode of the show. Yeah. Um all she wants, is, all she, all she fucking wants is one of her fucking siblings, specifically her sisters, to have a, to tea, have a tea party. Just have
0: a tea party with her. Or you. her mom. And like, even to the extent where she's like, you know, tea parties, they do it in England all the time. Yeah. Adults do it. Yeah. And, and like she important says, like, people to trying it. to say
1: it's. She can't say sophisticated, but yeah. she's trying. She's like, it's very sophisticated. <laughs> and then Shirley's like, sophisticated. Right. Go ask.
0: Go ask Theo. Theo.
1: And then Theo's just like, no, right? She's
0: reading like Sylvia Plath. Right. Something.
1: <laughs> totally. And but her mom's working. And her
0: mom's working. And, and that's all she wants. All she wants is, s- is like a, a, to have a tea party. Yeah,
1: with one specifically with one of the women. Yeah. Um, because she she and Luke are clearly like connected at the you right. Know, but she doesn't want to have a tea party with Luke. She wants to have a tea party with one of her sisters or her mom.
0: Yeah. And, and it, I mean, it's like, it, it, it is. And this is not, I'm not trying to be like all like, you, oh, poor me or whatever.
1: Your sisters are going to message us now. Yeah, they are. <laughs> no,
0: they know this. They know. They this. know. Uh, no, and the thing is, is that you do get a lot of love. You get a lot of love. You get a lot of and attention baby, in certain yeah. ways. And and you, you do luck out in so many ways, but there are other ways where you have to accept where it's like, Oh, I'm gonna be ten for the rest of my life. Yeah,
1: you're gonna be ten for the rest of your life. My life and my opinion will never hold the weight. My opinion will
0: never I'm I'm gonna digress just a little bit. Sure. When my mother when my mother was dying, Mm -hmm. she was in the hospital, I went down to Laredo to help my sister, to give my sister some relief Mm -hmm. because we'd been spending. And this is a few years ago, so like I'm in my 40s, right? right? And I was the one, it was my turn to spend the night in the hospital with my mom. And my mother, my sweet mom, she turns to my older sister and she says, who's staying? And my sister goes, Chris, Chris is staying. And ignoring that I'm there, she says to my sister, can she do it? (laughs) And my sister's like, mom, Chris is like, 40-something years old. She raised two children. Yeah.
1: She she can hang out in the hospital. Yeah. Dude, I I <laughs> like that's, yeah. I mean, I, I am only the youngest of two. Uh, my brother is like five, about five years older than I am. I, there are times when he will have known something that's going on in my family mm-hmm. for weeks. Oh, God. And often he will have to be the one to tell me. Yes. Because I'll be talking to him because and we'll be like,
0: they can't think you can. They yeah, don't think
1: you can and he'll be like, oh man, what do you think about? I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? He's like, you don't know what's going on. I'm Like, no, because nobody fucking told me.
0: Because they want to. Because yeah, they want to protect they wanna you. They want to protect
1: me. I am 43 I know. years old. I know yeah. that it's, happens
0: to me it's, all the time. We didn't want to tell you. Yeah, we
1: didn't want to upset you. We
0: didn't want to upset you, and I'm like, I
1: what? Wanna,
0: what are you talking about? I am about? an adult. Yeah,
1: I'm an adult human. <laughs> In real life, my brother and I now our age difference is nothing.
0: And it's really sweet.
1: It is. And but it it's
0: also crazy making. And then
1: you just... You
0: but just, it will oh, never okay. change. It'll never it's change. It's not going
1: to change. Yeah. Okay. All right. So sorry.
0: We have a little bit of time. So then we go to...
1: So Theo's got the gift.
0: Theo's in, got the gift. We
1: should say in adult life, Theo is a child psychologist. Mm-hmm. Um, she clearly does not have long-term relationships. No. Um,
0: she has also, for a while... Up until Nell gets married, she has kept it a secret that she was gay. She's
1: gay. Yeah, yeah. And, and they,
0: discover they discover that Nell, and, and it's it's a hilarious. Yeah, it's, but it's like it's not even the thing. Th- it's just a thing. But
1: she even Shirley even says like she's like God, you're worse than a dude. Like what you do to yeah, these girls. What like you do she's to like these you're girls. like a terrible frat boy. Yeah, because um, she's very much like one night stands. I mean, right. she has the classic. There's that
0: great scene where she's they're about to she's about to get busy yeah. with the, the the girl and she puts on the glove,
1: gloves yeah and
0: she's like the girl's like what's that about yeah and she's like oh
1: i'm a germaphobe
0: germaphobe and
1: then after they after they are intimate yeah after they get it on she's like you know i have to work and get the out. girl's like oh great and she's like no early so which is the, like yeah classic they get the fuck out um so that's she also lives in shirley's Guest house. Yeah. So that which you know, they're still. You know, I
0: don't understand how people who are morticians have their place of business I, in their home. I don't I mean, either. I don't get it. Um, um,
1: so episode four, we are the, we the, meet Luke. Luke,
0: the twin thing. Yeah, that's what it's called.
1: Luke, um, cutest boy in the world.
0: Yeah, with problems. B- Poor, when he's little, when cutest he's boy little, in the cutest world. Cutest boy in the world grows
1: up to be a raging heroin addict. And
0: this one, episode four,
1: yeah,
0: has one of has one of the greatest scares of oh, all time. Oh, my God, dude. I mean, I was not expecting
1: this. No, and we talked about this we, in some other episode oh because God. we were both like, holy shit. We
0: talked about it, and I was, I was sitting at home. It was in the middle of the afternoon. I was watching this show. I was on episode four, and you see, I knew the house was haunted. I knew there were ghosts. Right. And you see him get out of bed because he hears this, like, And you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And he goes and he opens the door to his bedroom. Oh, man. And what does he
1: see? He sees an an old man giant ghost. Like
0: eight feet tall. Eight feet tall. Floating.
1: Floating, but still, and using his cane. As
0: an ambulator. Yeah.
1: You know? Um, It is, one, it is classic in the, like, that sense, it is a like a classic, classic ghost scare. scare, and
0: it's not a jump scare. No, it's like a beautiful slow reveal. Yeah, and it's partly because the first time you lay your eyes on it, almost like puppet Satan, <laughs> you don't like you don't know what you're looking at, right. but you kind of do. You're freaked but out. Your and mind then you're like, is, is like, happening? I can't be looking at the thing I'm looking at.
1: And you've almost, at least for me, <laughs> I had almost convinced myself it was going to be the he's going to open the door and it'll be a cat. You yeah, know. and oh fuck no! It is not oh, a cat. Oh, it it's not a cat. Um, and, and then
0: we and then we and see the ghost, like <laughs> preambulating yeah. with this with this cane, and so we find out that this ghost is looking for his hat. His
1: hat, and then you're like, okay, maybe this ghost just wants his hat. He's not a bad. He's not ghost. a bad
0: ghost. Uh, oh, he's no. a
1: fucking bad he's ghost.
0: He's a bad <laughs> ghost, and he's a ghost that continues to haunt
1: Luke forever for the, for the rest forever. of his life.
0: Everywhere he goes, this ghost, ghost follows. follows him. And this is the thing that, you know, we begin to learn. And if you hadn't discerned it already from the other episodes, this is where I started to go like, okay, these these things that these children, adults now, are haunted by. Yeah. Right? Did Were they already in them? Or was this exacerbated by, by the house?
1: Yeah, there's another great quote I found by a person named Lindsay Romaine who says The Haunting of Hill House is not a paranormal paranormal story so much as a meditation on the distinct way grief and trauma maim the living.
0: Oh my god. And that I is think so great.
1: in Luke and it's apparent in all of them, but in Luke and Nellie, it is it is even it's so
0: clear. Well, you know, when they're they're the babies, they're the, when babies. the mom dies. Yeah. And they're the babies when the. Mom they
1: have a line. <laughs> I think Luke or someone or, or Shirley has a line later. I can't remember which one is like. They didn't even know her. Like they barely remember. Yeah, her. Yeah,
0: they barely remember her. Um, you know, and it's it's yeah, and Shirley's not their mommy, right? You know, and will never, be. And will never
1: be, and their aunt who raised yeah, yeah. And, and so
0: the other thing about Luke is that. So here's a question I have. The other thing about Luke is that he is the only one that sees Abigail. Yeah,
1: when he's little, when he's he little. sees this girl, Abigail, at the edge of the woods.
0: Yeah. Um, and and Abigail, nobody,
1: everybody's like, oh, uh, imaginary yeah, friend.
0: Imaginary friend. But Abigail actually exists.
1: It's fucking real.
0: And she is the daughter of... Of the Dudleys, the, the Dudleys, the yeah. caretakers. So in in the original in in the original film, the Dudleys are a little melodramatic. Yeah, you know. Yes, and, I and, remember and that. And the housekeeper's like, "We never stay on the premises <laughs> yeah. after
1: dark. Yeah, yeah, We will leave." I love the fucking...
0: after
1: the dark. dark.
0: It's really dramatic.
1: It's still in the '60s. Like it hasn't quite. It
0: hasn't. Yeah, haven't, it's like we, haven't, we have like a, we haven't crossed over into like the gritty.
1: Right. 70s, right. Right. So we still there's so still, still yeah, like, hints Mildredum of that in acting, yeah.
0: But in this one, it's Annabeth Gish and, and what's his name? Ro-
1: Robert Longstreet, who, who is a Dallas, a Dallas actor. actor. Yeah, um, he plays
0: the dead. Da- I don't know Mr. if he Denny.
1: still lives here, but he had quite like a, a really solid film career in Dallas and yeah. Um, also, little Luke, by the way, is is uh, the little boy uh-huh. is from here as well. So that's Tiffany awesome. Tiffany
0: Hobbs, who who makes Dallas an appearance a- in episode four, was a Dallas. Yeah, actress. so it's great a little Dallas um, connection. Yeah, and so we learn that he makes friends with Abigail, mm-hmm. um, and again,
1: it's one of those things nobody believes him. I mean, like him. it's this sort of recurring thing in, in horror. And later
0: on, we learn why Abigail is so elusive.
1: Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, and and I admit freely, I. That is one of the most shocking turns yes. of all the shocking turns in this thing. When you're like, "Wait, fuck, she was real." Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, I mean,
0: it, it was so shocking to me that I was like, "Wait, we, hold on."
1: Aspen and I paused. We were like, "Hold on, wait a minute." Like yeah. we had to pause and break Alan's it down. Like, hold
0: on, and I had I had to, at that point I had to I, st- I also stopped it and started thinking back and going, "Wait a minute, did he cheat?" Like, did he right. cheat? And, and is this kind of like a cop-out? Right. And then I went, no, no. No, no. No, no. She was real. And the it whole ma- time. The whole time. And, and nobody it, they, believed and it, the little nobody boy. Nobody believed it. And yeah. it makes sense because when you remember the episode about the Deadlies, you're like, yeah. okay. Totally. This is
1: what they did. And yeah. Yeah,
0: it was um, real.
1: So, and yeah. And so in, 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 in modern, or in when he's an adult, he's still a young man. I mean, the twins are in their early 20s, I think, right? Yeah. Um. He's a heroin addict. He's in and out of rehab. Most of the family has written him off. Nellie will never write him off. Right. In fact, the when she calls in episode one, freaking out. Yes. She's freaking out about. She's worried about Luke. Yeah. She's not even calling about herself. she's not calling about
0: herself. And we learn this later on also because the dad also says this. Nell was always worried about you guys. About
1: you guys. Whenever we
0: also learn. That well, we learn later on because we put it together like the puzzle that you're talking about, is that when all of this is happening with Nell, mm-hmm. Luke, who has been in rehab,
1: uh huh, has has f- fled the coup, has yeah.
0: fled, and so, for for some reason, like suddenly, suddenly, because he's been doing the, good, he he's got been his been doing good. ninety day chip right. or whatever. But like suddenly, the ghost that's looking for the hat is back. Is
1: back, yeah. And And he he can't can't, understand. Yeah, and he He, can't shake it either. Can't shake it. Oh man,
0: those scenes of him walking down the street in Boston,
1: counting to himself, counting
0: to himself, and 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 every time he turns, the dudes there. Oh, it's fucking great. It's so good.
1: Uh, So that's where Luke is at when we meet him. Um, Which do we have time to get to episode five? Yeah, we we do.
0: We have a little bit of time. So episode
1: Um, five is is the the bent the bent neck lady. lady. And that introduces, uh, I mean, not in, we've met all of them, but this right. is Nell's story. Yeah. Um. Man.
0: I don't even know how to start. Uh, I mean, it's the first, it's really the first ghost that we are introduced to. Yeah. And, in uh, the first, scene, in of, the first of, scene of the first
1: episode, right? And,
0: and she's the one that keeps coming back. And it's the most heartbreaking to me. Uh, so, and when we do get the, like when we do get the reveal, because it happens in episode five. Yeah. The Bent Neck Lady. Of who the Bent Neck Lady is. Yeah. This is one of the... This is also one of... Because I'm such a cynic. I have to say this. I'm so cynical and I'm so suspicious of everything. Where I did have to go like... Ah. I saw this coming a little bit. But I... Nah, is whatever. And then I was sucked back into it immediately. And went like... No. It makes perfect sense. Yeah,
1: It's... It is also... I mean, it will, I mean, we've already spoiled yeah, we've already spoiled I it. mean, the bent-neck lady is now. now. She has haunted herself.
0: She's haunted herself her,
1: her older, Her older self, she is bent-necked because she hanged herself. We'll find out why she hanged herself and how. Right. But that's what caused the, bend, the bent- The bent-neck. So she-
0: It's like she keeps coming back to herself as- a little, a little, girl, girl. to warn to,
1: her. I, I, I don't. Yeah, to warn her or to, uh, I, I, mean to. I don't. I think so to I warn don't know.
0: her. And it's like it, it to, then or to
1: bring her to the place where she needs to go. Because I have a theory uh-huh. that. I mean, and we can talk more about this next.
0: Are we going to N- get into like some of your theories about time? I,
1: well, I will talk about time. Yeah, but I think Nell has to die. Nell oh. has to die oh, to sure. save the family. Yeah, Nell
0: has to, so that, I, that's her role. Yeah,
1: and so I, and she... And she's willing to do it. And she is, but being haunted by the bent neck lady is what leads her down the path to get her to the place where she will be in order to die. Right. So I, it is in, in some ways the idea that if if, especially in this house... But that if 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 past, present, and future are not separate, right? If they all occur simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh which I think is what is sort of set up, especially in Hill House, that it's not that, that yes, the yes, the older dead version, like she is doing her job to get the little one right. to a place when she's old enough. Like it's this has to happen. It has to happen. It is tragic and horrifying and heartbreaking, but like Ah yeah. I mean and then god the 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 idea of again you said the little girl who feels like she's never seen that mm-hmm. she's invisible and it's like nobody even believes in the bent neck lady and it's like she's I've she's been the, here the whole yeah, fucking time, the whole time. And none of you will even see me. Right.
0: Right, because there's that wonderful, you know, and we get it in the next episode, Two Storms. Yeah. And we get the big thing where where Nell gets lost. Yeah. And. um,
1: In the house when she's little. In the house
0: when she's little. But then it's like she wasn't lost. She wasn't lost. She was there the whole time. time I was screaming screaming and no one heard me. No one heard me.
1: Um, And so Nell, I think in episode five in The Bedneck Lady, it's to me ends up. I know every episode you're like, oh, well, whose story is... In my mind, I think ultimately this becomes Nell. It's all of their story, but Nell is central, I think. Yeah. Um, And she is the thing that, you know, the father says when she was little and she would write to Santa Claus, she would only write for gifts for you, Mm -hmm. for you all. It's
0: it's almost as though Nell knew Mm -hmm. that this was her role. It's almost like Nell has known from the beginning... That she was not long for the for world. For the world,
1: yeah. And that she, uh, yeah, I mean, well, and then also you learn about Nell, like, she suffers from sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. which is another thing that we're into here. Right. Um, she has, like, a really awesome husband who you think is, like, going to be the thing that can make her...
0: Break out. Break out. out. This...
1: And he fucking dies tragically. uh uh-huh. And it's while she's in the midst of of, of of sleep paralysis, so she doesn't even know if it's real. Right. Um, oh fuck, man.
0: It's it's really great. Yeah.
1: And it, it is it's
0: That's a really good episode. It's so
1: good. And I think like there's something to be said for that all the trauma and pain that all of them experience, what the twins experience is on to me another level
0: i keep coming back to the fact that because when all the events occurred in the house it's because they were the youngest Mm -hmm. and you know there's several schools of thought but there you know my sister my sister i have a sister who works for waldorf schools oh cool and waldorf schools is like a totally different way of educating and a totally different way of, of of thinking about how children learn and they have a theory that When children are that young, up until they're about six, that kids have like one foot in this reality and one foot in another reality and that they are absolutely open to, to other Other dimensions, other things, to other existences or or whatever. And so
1: then the house, and it's, it's almost, I mean, God. And so the
0: house affects them. You know, and I've told you stories about when I was little, four or five in my grandfather's house and... Just experiencing so, things that,
1: and if you go back to the Henry Thom- uh, to Henry Th- Henry, I know it's not Henry Thomas, but the Henry Thomas quote that if if you know dreams spill, and for little kids the spill is an ocean. Yeah. Well, if you eliminate, if you make it not dreams and you make it the house or
0: whatever, whatever
1: spills, then if yeah, for the little ones, for the two twins, it it's is more, it is far it's more, more real. It is yeah, and so the. Every, all of them struggle with certain things, but like what the twins go through, God, I mean, and then, dude, they have later on, and we can talk about it, they have that dual monologue, which is all I can call it. Yeah. When they tell their mother when yeah. they're little about essentially all the yeah. fucking horrible things yeah. that are going to happen to them. will you save us? Will you with, wake yes, us up?
0: Will you wake us up?
1: Yeah. Um I just gave it. I had chills, yeah, I man. Got chills. Um, it's it's uh, yeah, it's so good. And 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 so, it's like you build and you build and you build, and then when you get to the bent neck lady and you get to Nell, it really like how central she is to everything. Right. Um, and of course you think, of course she is. This starts with a phone call from her and her dying. Mm-hmm. She is the inciting incident. Yeah. Um
0: so like she's
1: great too I've never seen that woman in anything
0: no um so so we're at time okay cool but it's like so much and and clearly we're gonna have a second episode to cover the other ones uh, but so we just wanted to talk about these first five episodes where we meet them, and I love that thing about they're all the five stages of conflict.
1: yeah, which is that again makes, not my theory, but, but it
0: but makes so much yeah, sense. I love it. Um, next time we're gonna talk about um,
1: the last episodes. five and yeah, time and six through ten and, things and time things like that
0: things that work and and everything works in this movie, but like all the all yeah. of my favorite things. So uh, yeah. Uh, Join us next time. We're going to keep talking about Haunting of Hill House. Um, and we'll...
1: Yeah. Thanks, everyone who voted. We're working on shirts. Oh, We're working
0: on shirts. We'll, we'll let you know. Yeah. Thanks, Jim, John. And uh, visit your Taco Casa if there's one, one near. near
1: you. All yeah. right.
0: All right. See you soon.
1: Bye.